Welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt. This is Courtney. What do we do here, Courtney? We talk about the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized learning. You know what else we're going to talk about today? Hmm. Peanut butter? Sure. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) We're going to continue our series on grading processes. Ah, yes. That makes sense. I know. It's well, and maybe some peanut butter in there, too. Okay. So today, I think we're going to talk about like types of grading scales. Yeah, so which um, so last week we we talked about scales also, but different. Sure. We're talking now we're talking more about like the okay, once you take the first step into proficiency based mm-hmm. and you're embracing this four-point scale, what is the language and what does the one mean, the two mean, the three mean or the four mean? So I think the standard way that most people approach this. Yeah starts out with some language that could be something like uh, does not meet, partially meets, meets, exceeds. Exceeds. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's pretty uh, What's an, What's pretty another typical. scale kind of like that? It's like a emerging, developing. Secure, outstanding. Yeah. Things like the, just kind of the, the words get a little bit better. Um, meets with help. Sure. Or actually that's that seems like advanced. That you think that's more advanced I than do. I'm trying to think of what it was because I remember in one school I worked in where, where we were transitioning and for a while we had had that like does not meet, meets or sorry, does not meet, partially meets, meets, exceeds, and we stopped liking does not meet. Mm-hmm. For really good reasons. Like yeah, that's absolutely. it's ugh, I mean we'll go into a lot of these reasons. But I was trying to remember what we came up with inside. It might have been incomplete. Okay. So I think I think it was incomplete. Partially meets meets exceeds or no evidence. No evidence of learning. That's what it was. No evidence of learning. First it was incomplete, and then it became no evidence of learning because incomplete is fraught with issues. Um, okay. So you just brought up it as you were going through that. You brought up exactly what I want to talk about. Oh, cool. So when you said, we don't like does not meet. We don't like does not meet. So we came up with blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, so you're trying to couch the words to make them sound positive. Yes. And not punishing. Yes. Outstanding. Right, because proficiency-based learning is about celebrating what learners can do and what they know rather than what they can't do and don't know. Should be. But with some, these, with, with some of these languages, <laughs> it, it doesn't, yeah. It, yeah. it really hurts it. Yes. And my argument would be that using this language, like partially meets or developing, emerging, anything where a kid doesn't quite meet the standard, anything below that, yeah, yeah, yeah. is still based on teacher judgment yes. and not based on the target or the standard. That's my. I posit that hmm. because when you have a standard, here's my argument. Yeah, yeah. When you have a standard, it's always the, like whatever the proficient level is going to be, whether right. it's meets or whatever language that you choose, the, that's the target. Yeah. There's nothing developed under that to lead kids up to that. So if I'm assessing a kid and I don't think it's quite up to the standard, I could say that's partially meeting. Yes. And then give some feedback. Right. But you, as the same teacher, could look at that assessment 
and say, well, it's not quite up to standard and give different feedback depending on your experiences and your interpretation of the target. Okay. But here's my argument that continues here. When you have that standard as of it's explained well, but your information under that, like the partially meets or the developing, emerging, whatever that is, that you have some foundational knowledge attached to that, Mm -hmm. you can give more directed feedback and more specific feedback. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I like the systems that we work in. Yeah, yeah. Has complex knowledge and foundational knowledge. Yes. And you can exactly tell where a kid is, give specific feedback, and not just, Courtney, I... I just don't think it's quite good enough. Here's some feedback, but you're at a partially meets. You're developing towards the standard because as a kid or a parent, I'd be like, what the hell does that mean? Hmm. So, but if you have that foundational knowledge, you could say, well, Courtney, okay, you've, you've got some of this right here, but here's what else you need to know in order to put that stuff together towards the target at this point. Right. It's not emerging or developing or whatever words you, as you said, you came up with <laughs> to make to, to couch it better. Right. You, it's actually just foundational knowledge. And you have to get that and then put it together in order to get to the complex knowledge. That's my argument. So would you, how do you feel about having four levels at all? It gets trickier at the, at the, like the one level or like if you score one and a half, to me, those are kind of useless. Okay. Because I would argue if you don't have any of the foundational knowledge yet as, as a learner, then why am I scoring you at all? Why can't I just give you feedback to help you get to a point where I can give you a two level, which is just foundational knowledge? Right. So as when I was teaching, I didn't give like a one or a one and a half or anything because what's the point? Well, that's what, so I, here's my, here's where I come from on all this. And this is, um, my own opinion, sure. <laughs> not not sanctioned by this podcast. I guess it is sanctioned by this. Is, it is the well, opinion you're, you're of kind of half talking. of this podcast. <laughs> um, but none of the organizations for which I work. Fair. How's that? Okay. Um, I don't think we need all four. I think the four levels are a holdover from what we were talking about last week of mm-hmm. trying to fit one system into another. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think a lot of the reason why it gets held on to still is because people are actually doing standards referenced grading rather than proficiency based or proficiency referenced grading instead of proficiency based grading. Mm -hmm. So um, I argue that you only really need two. Okay. Foundational and meeting. Okay. I think... People can make an argument for having three scores, for having foundational, meeting, and exceeding. Mm -hmm. But really, when it comes down to it, I think you really only need those two. Foundational, working at the foundational level, and meeting the target or meeting the standard. I agree with you. You do? See, all right, so this podcast, it is the position of this podcast (laughs) that... In proficiency-based education, there is no need for anything below working out foundational. So, our, oh my gosh, we're about to like an official personalized learning with Matt and Courtney proficiency-based learning scale. Our white paper is coming out soon. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, probably not. No. But, but maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, I think you said something there that struck me that we try to fit 
some things that we already do into existing systems. And yeah, or at I, least like call back to them in some so, way. And that's yeah. what I'm thinking the four-point system is, right? Oh, because yes. the, the four-point system is definitely better than the 0 to 100 or the ADF. Yeah, but I think we've it's talked still about as soon as, yeah, as soon as you have quarters, people see how it fits into 100. Yes, and <laughs> nice. I, yeah, pretty good, thanks. <laughs> so I think that people try to fit into 1 to 4 because that's what colleges do. Right. You know, there's a GPA, it's 1 to 4. So it's actually zero to four. Yeah, right. I, sh- I should know. <laughs> How many kids do you have we in college? We won't, won't get into that. <laughs> oh, wasn't talking about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. me. So I think squeezing it into the zero to four scale uh, confuses people because they don't mean the same thing. Right. Right? Yeah. A 3.23 at college means something different than a 3.23 in a proficiency-based system. Oh, way different, yeah. But it's way confusing yeah. because people obviously would equate them. For, right. Yeah, and that's nobody's fault. It's just that's the way well, it's... Well, it's natural because It's kind of designed that yeah, way. They, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that we should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we well, should yeah, stop so doing that. So here are other reasons why I don't think... You need, well, you certainly don't need one or a zero to say in proficiency-based, if you are honestly working from the perspective that you are meeting a learner where they are, um, then there's no need to tell them you're not here. Right. (laughs) Like, if they're not at whatever, you know, if if it's a, a target that you typically see in science in social fourth grade and they're not there yet, there's no reason to put on a piece of paper, not here, you know, exactly. does not meet. Talk about where they are. So where right. are they meeting? Like who? Yeah. So those grades are still negative grades. Those are still negative grades. Even if they have positive intentions. Yeah. It's really not. Right. And if it's foundational with help, you're not ready for the foundational. You're right. still at a previous target. Right. There's really no need for that. There's no need for it. And the exceeding... I think is just a holdover from um, bonus points. Bonus points and wanting learners to stand out from others as being more intelligent, smarter, better. Now, I I, w- agree. I will say that when you link when you link the targets to reasoning levels and you use that as the basis for determining and exceeding, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really cool things that can happen, but. I think really I'd rather see learners progressing along a progression. <laughs> yeah, with, with actually knowing the complex level knowledge, right? The, the, R, the yeah. three level, as it were. Yeah. Because that's really hard. It can be, yes. And if, yeah. we're t- if we talk about a preponderance of evidence, that means they do it over time. Right. Right? It's not a one-time only and then you move on. No, yeah. Which I think is another one of the holdovers from the old system is where you kind of average grades and you know you know that it's proficiency now but it's yeah. still all the build up to this one test right. and then if you're proficient you move on right that's not right either that's yeah. it's not designed to do that way but i think that's one of the one of the difficulties of teaching in a proficiency based system when you've taught in an old system yeah yeah letting go some of those old practices yes that don't really mean anything anymore yeah yeah so I was, uh, you brought up something else that sparked my mind. There oh, cool. About the, the exceeding part, right? And about the reasoning levels and going up. Right. I think when we, t- I kind of said bonus points in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times the exceeding part to me is 
just getting those bonus points for kids so they can get the four, right? Oh, so it yeah. does separate separate kids, but does it really – it does do more things because I really like moving up the reasoning levels and be able to show that. But I think you can engage kids to – to have them show their things at, at a at a higher reasoning level, right. if you're engaging with the kids and not just giving them like four level questions or right. or or just making them take a test with extra points, as it were, because it's just right. like the old system. Yeah. But if you're engaging the kids in in their learning, they might want to go deeper and find something else, or they just do it naturally. Right. And that's that's where I think the the excitement can come in is right. when they do it naturally. Oh, yeah. Because they're excited about what they're learning. Yeah. And I think it's our job as teachers to find that excitement for them and try to figure out how do I get them excited and ask them questions and bring them in. Right. And a lot of times we, we just don't take that extra step because yeah. it, it is difficult. I, I'm not going to say that that's yeah. all you need to do because I, it's, it's hard. <laughs> yes. And, and there, there's a lot of work behind that. But I, I right. really think that's, that's where you can engage the kids to, to really go further with that one. Once they've met the target, mm-hmm. which should be difficult mm-hmm. and, and is most of the time. but And, and that should be engaging, too. Like, why agreed. are we – so I think this is another, like, just in general, it's not necessarily related to the scoring scale itself, or maybe it is, but um, a lot of the really interesting stuff gets put into that exceeding. And why, why, why not just have it for the meeting? Yeah, that's because you want them to be excited. Right. Yeah. Why are we saving it for just the, the yeah, exactly. special questions? Right. And sometimes couching it in that more exciting way, more kids are actually able to reach that higher level that might have just been exceeding. Agreed. Right? So, I, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm also thinking, like, when you use a scoring scale that says something like partially meets or does not meet, exceeds, whatever – and it's still really tied to comparing learners to learners um, or even comparing to a grade level standard, one expected standard. It doesn't really tell you anything, right? So like I'm thinking of, I, I, I use my son a lot on this podcast. So I'm thinking of my son again. You know, he's in fourth grade. So his district has just started moving to standards-based grading they're really standards referenced grading mm-hmm. very much still, but you know they've got the part that uh, does not meet, partially meets, you know meets exceeds, and so for you know one of his one of the standards, they don't really have targets in a progression yet. So one of, one of them just says you know uh, reading comprehension, right? That's all it says. Yeah. E. Okay. So what does he know? Awesome. Like like right? Like I'm like that doesn't really. Um, you can't comprehend that? I can't comprehend. I am not meeting reading comprehension <laughs> targets for that particular report. Um, which, you know, kind of leads me to another thought that's in my head, that a lot of this coming up with the scale is for reporting. Which... That's what I... That was, which, that's which, a great like, segue. It so. is like, which we... How much do we actually need to do of com- condensing things into a small snapshot and sending it home? Do we really need to do that anymore? So here's my question for you. That's Keep that thought in your head, listeners, while we talk about for the next couple of minutes here. <laughs> so Stick a pin in it. <laughs> our official position, apparently, is now that we only need... <laughs> 
two pieces, right? Two, yeah. Foundational and complex. Foundational we kind of and complex. That yeah. Okay. So if you were the boss of education, oh, which awesome. you are, but let's hey, talk about it. <laughs> would you, for reporting I'm purposes. I'm going to put that on my card now. Oh, boss my, of education. Yeah, definite on LinkedIn right there. Boss. <laughs> so you've got foundational and complex level knowledge. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Did you argue that's all you need? Yeah, it is. Do you put numbers on those? No. And if so, then how do you, if not, then, <laughs> thanks for interrupting. Sorry. <laughs> uh, how do you report that stuff? All right. So I, this is like a, you, you are the boss situation and I get to like snap my fingers and all the technology that I'm I want. I'm clearly holding get... something back here that I'm going to surprise you with in a minute, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, okay. I would have a fully accessible portal of some kind website system that had Is that like the TARDIS? Yeah, the TARDIS. Yeah. Okay. Um, where, you know, learners, teachers and parents alike can go in at any time or at designated reporting periods, but really honestly any time. And um, there's some kind of visual that shows all the targets and the progression and as a learner meets one, it turns one color, <laughs> or like the box fills in, or it gets checked off, or the circle is filled in, and then uh, that's it. And you can see what's next. Perhaps it's grayed out. You can hover on it and see what's coming next. But that's it. Filled in or not filled in. So That's what I would do. So I was at a symposium last week yeah. for Education Reimagined. Yay, Education Reimagined. It was fantastic. I'm sad I couldn't be there. We met all kinds of people. Yeah. And all kinds of learners. Yeah. So we met some kids from a school in Idaho Uh huh. that did not have grades. Yeah. At all. Right. Did they just have what I described? Like More or less. Check it, you got it. More or less. Yeah. So I asked about the reporting and they said, well, it's, you know, we Teachers write little narratives about what we know. Yeah. Obviously, that sounds pretty cool. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, you you look like you're like 18. <laughs> How does college work for you? And <laughs> then they melted down, crying, saying, "I can't get into college <laughs> because of this reporting system." The good news is <laughs> that didn't happen. They all got in. Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, we don't have grades, so we have a transcript that's." Uh, narrative mm. and it just tells what we know and then you know you write your application and you get your letters of recommendation and all that sort of thing and, and you interview and, and you we're go. all getting into the colleges we want to get into yeah and I, he said I haven't had grades since I was in middle school and That's it's awesome. kind of worked out for me yeah and the other person with him was the same way it's just like yeah it's just what we do yeah we weren't worried our parents were worried a lot our community was worried a lot yeah but we believe in what we do, that we, our school works for us because we're just talking about what we know and what we don't know. And then we move forward when we finally figure that out. No grades at all. Yeah, I'm down. So if you have just foundational and complex and you fill in the box and it, it's, you, that's it? That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. That is all you need. Life is still going to work out fine for you because probably better, honestly, because yes. you'll be able to articulate what you know and what you can do way better than someone that's relying on 
some convoluted reporting system. And before anybody uh, freaks out right now about scholarships, those kids got scholarships too. I'm even, sure they did. Even without a GPA, they can prove what they know and are Right, you know why? Because everybody. here, okay, I have, like, here's a new catchphrase, everybody. This can go on a tote bag or a shirt. Colleges don't admit by Scantron. I think we just named the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we got. Colleges don't admit by Scantron. I think that's that's a good way to end right there. Okay. So before we wrap up, I would say that Skippy, Chunky, is clearly my favorite peanut butter. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to say? I am a fan of Teddy's Natural Smooth. Smooth peanut butter is just an abomination. No, see, if Chunky is if wrong. If you don't have the peanuts in there, <laughs> it's wrong. then... Wow, you know, this is something we disagree on. Finally. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter, at PLearnMC. Yeah, Facebook, PLearnMC. Give us your feedback about any of our uh, grading pods. Go back and listen to them. We have a lot of Inacall pods out there that we've uh, yeah, that we more, did in the fall. Yeah, more we, coming out. Yeah, we put one out a week or so. We still probably have about a dozen left, I, was, I think. I was just trying to calculate in my head how many are yeah, left. There's, yeah, there's there's quite a few left. They're really nice. They're really short. They're really smart people that we talk to. Um, the best part is uh, we kind of let them talk. So, yeah, we totally so they don't do. get us. <laughs> You're tired of listening to us. Yeah, it's, they're really good. Up. And we're putting them out um, once a week. The, uh, there's a couple with uh, the learners. Have the learner podcast We have up? not put the learner oh, ones out yet. Oh, those have to go up. Those are coming soon. Yes. They are fantastic. They're, they're, the, they're the best. They are coming soon. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll talk next time. Woo!